Four minds. Four minds. Four minds. Four minds. One story. One story. One story. One story. This is storytelling. Before we start, this episode is not safe for work. It contains explicit language, adult themes, and situations that others may find offensive. So please put your headphones in and enjoy. Welcome back to Storytellers, uh, where it's four minds in one story. You may have noticed that I am not Rashani. Ah, called it. I am not Rashani. Uh, I'm Jay. Rashani is uh, currently on hiatus. He's going to do, going away to go do better things, I assume, than hang out with us and tell stories. But the show still goes on. So this season, uh, I will be hosting a few of the episodes, and then Rashani will join us once he is back uh, from his hiatus. So we have guests we're going to be filling in for Rashani. I'm really excited for this uh, because this is uh, one of my favorite people in the world that is guessing with us. I'm going to introduce her first and then we'll get to everyone else who's on the show. Uh, today's guest is, and actually I, I didn't ask, how do you want me to refer to you? <laughs> uh, so like, you just call me Asa? <laughs> okay. So today's guest is Asa. Uh, she is the author for Lithium to Lashes. Um, it's an amazing blog. Uh, I will let her tell you a little bit more about herself. Asa, tell the people. Just as I was picking up my glass of wine. Oh, I, um, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> rude so <laughs> i write um manage the blog lithium to lashes which is basically just a blog about my journey with mental health and mental illness and everything that has to do with beauty so that's hair care skin care makeup all that jazz and it is an amazing blog uh you guys we will make sure to put this in the show notes and we'll also say it at the end of the show but do be sure to check it out. Uh, you also have a Patreon, if I'm correct, right? Uh, that is correct. Lashes <laughs> uh, uh, slash Patreon. Um, and then what can people find there? Or is it, wait, no, it's Patreon.com. It's Patreon.com slash Lashes. And then yes. what can people uh, find there? Um, they can find more of my creative writing stuff there. So short stories, that type of stuff. Day-to-day, um, -day, like journaling weirdness. And I also have started putting up the um, links to our podcast, The Ratchet Aunties and Uncles Hour. Oh, fantastic. So that's a ton of content. Um, I have read your writing before. I really enjoy it. Uh, and I'm actually, yeah, yeah I'm excited uh, to to have you write for this because I haven't heard anything except for the start oh, of God. this. Oh, God. So I'm super excited for this, um, which does bring us to the rest of the cast of the show. Um Sitting in at producer, standing at, uh, I think, uh, a pretty solid 6'2". Am I correct at 6'2"? 6'1", nigga. Don't play me. Oh, I, wish I, had that, I wish I had one. that 6'2". Normally, you know niggas, I would have yammed on that 6'2". Like, oh. Uh, oh, my God. Running uh, the point guard. LSPN, what up? Da-na-na, da-na-na, nigga. How are you, man? Um... It's been a long couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll give you that. You know, but it you know, my weeks. Lakers do look good right now. I'm just gonna say that and leave it at that. Oh I ain't gonna say no more. Yeah, we won't. We got time to talk about that at some point. But yeah, that's. I'm interested to see how that turns out. Uh, free agency starts on Monday. Uh -oh. yep. Tomorrow. <laughs> no, free agency starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. I thought it started officially on Monday because it's like the no, first they moved. This day. is the first year that they moved it back. It starts uh, what, 3 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. Oh, 
app. Okay, yeah. so uh, I need to be paying attention to yeah. the news tomorrow. Um, yeah. Also joining us, uh, a very essential part of the show, one of the best writers I know. Her name is Stephanie, but you know her from the Mocha Minutes podcast as well as Ratchet Aunties and Uncle's Hour. And of course, Storytellers, because she does everything. <laughs> <laughs> She was just at the Afros and audio. Uh, oh, God. Is, it a, is it a con or, or I, podcast festival? Podcast festival. Mm-hmm. Um, you were a featured panelist on that. Uh, it was super dope. Um, I, I supported that uh, and I, I, I paid full 50 for it because I couldn't get the code to work. And then I found out that the, oh. uh, I found out that the live stream was only on Sunday. So <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like I tried to access it on Saturday and I could not. I'm okay with it. Uh, I also realized that, like, like if stuff like that happens, if they were white, I would have been furious and demanded my money back. Because <laughs> they were black, I was like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're okay. So I was actually super happy with that. I did see some of the uh, panels on Sunday, so that was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't get to see your panel, which actually kind of made me sad. So how did your panel go? So I, first, hello. Second, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it went really well at first. Like, literally, I got nervous maybe, like, the first 10 minutes before I was supposed to go on. As soon as I got up there, the lights was on. I was like, oh, good. I can't see anybody. I'm good. <laughs> but I also wanted to see Asa because Asa was there. So I was like, I want to see her, but I can't. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know where she is, but she's cool. out there somewhere. So I was good because I didn't know how the panel was going to go. I didn't know. I mean, I had like a loose outline of how it was supposed to be structured, but I still mm-hmm. was like, I don't know how this is going to go, but it was good. My other fellow panelists, um, Jerry from Point Noir, that's the name of his podcast, mm-hmm. and um, CEO Hayes from The Breaks Media. He has a whole like a whole network. It's kind of crazy. And his um, co-host yeah. was there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But it was so good and they were really good. And um, I had such a good time. And the moderator, her name is Jean Vieve. Mm-hmm. She was really good. I just, I don't, I'm sorry. This is me. I am the person who loves um, when Caribbean people speak. Mm-hmm. And I love when they hear, or I love hearing them pronounce the word question. <laughs> now, I'm like a weirdo about this. I'm like, I just love hearing any Caribbean person speak. I'm just like, oh, I'm just enamored. So I was very enamored by Jean Viev's um voice. I really was. It was like I could just listen to her. I could just listen to her speak forever. That's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it like question? A... I'm like, oh, girl, Every about time, to like, oh. in this chair. What is going on? Tell me, there's more questions. Mm. So like, question? was it like a was there like a Q&A interaction with the audience at all? Or was it all just? So it was. So every panel had a question and answer period at the end. Mm-hmm. So it was. So it was um, it was a good question about a uh, lot. I think the only question our panel got was about, you know, if we prefer live um, shows versus like pre-recorded shows. And I, I don't know. I'm still of the mind of I like both. I think both are good things. It's, there are some people like for me, I'm like, one of these days I'll get up to like, you know how a lot of people do like crowdcast and they put it out on Facebook live and all of that. Yeah. I'm like, one of these days I'll work up to that, but I might have to get my face together first. Cause I make <laughs> a whole bunch of faces. <laughs> so I'm like, eh. so, but I like that, but I also like um, pre-recorded stuff that you edit. So. I, mm-hmm. 
like as a fan, I think I I really love live shows, and I think mm-hmm. the reason I love it is just I I I like crowd interactions. Uh, I don't really. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of like hearing the crowd like ooh and gas when things happen and like, yeah, hearing, yeah. like, like yeah. hearing reactions. Um, so I kind of like that, but I also really love like a, a really tightly well recorded pre you know pre recorded right, right. podcast. So I'm kind of with yeah. you on that one. As a producer of podcasts, I would say I would love live because that gets me paid. Ha! Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, I would probably, I would probably prefer doing pre-recorded just because of the nature of like stuff I tend to do. So like right. even the right. podcast I had before, like, I don't want to tackle the news live. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to produce a hot take live. That shit is, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that ooh, is problematic play. is how you end up problematic is when you're like, let me hot take live. No. No. Even when I edit to a certain extent, I edit for like sound, not content. So I try to even in editing, I'm like, I know I probably sound like an asshole or probably speaking in in very (laughs) absolute, but I don't want to, I'm like, I'm not going to edit something out because I'm like, oh, this is make me look bad. So I'm going to edit this out. Well, I, like, I rarely do that. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I don't think I should put this conversation out between me and my guest because I don't <laughs> want y'all coming after the guest. Either. They're like, who the fuck is that on your show? I need their handle so I can talk to them. No, no, that's all right. I feel like you. No, that's okay. It's okay. I feel uh, you. Like I, I, I rem- oh, go ahead. I just think that like you can still edit something to be like to get to have a live feel. But it'd have, mm-hmm. like, a much better presentation when, mm-hmm. like, you know, the actual soundboard hits right when it should. The timing is, the, like, you can you can actually prepare the timing so that it actually goes well and it functions almost like a live show. A well-produced mm-hmm. live show, but, you know, like, it would be the like LSPN having 30 minutes. Produce. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's what I was going to say. I think that and like... So there are times when like, uh, cause like I do sort of like an improv edit for this show when I produce my story parts. So like, I don't, mm-hmm. I very rarely write out the full story initially. I just improv. And what I end up doing is just uh, go through that, that initial improv and I cut stuff out that where I'm like rambling or like I forget, or sometimes mm-hmm. like I go down a path where I'm just like, and then this happened and this happened. And then uh, <laughs> where I, I basically end oh, it. Yeah, where, well, no, I, I start off off the rails, but <laughs> like I and then myself into some ridiculous corner. I'm like, you know what? Reset. And I may jump back <laughs> and I may jump back to some point, but it's a lot of times I I think uh, that for me, it's just a, a, it produces something that's better. But if you saw that live, it would not be fun. It's it's like I would say it's like watching Robin Williams clips on YouTube versus seeing mm. him in, in the crowd. In the crowd, it's exhausting. <laughs> on YouTube, mm. in like five minute bites, you're like, oh, he's a genius, and that's <laughs> that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think the last my last episode with um Charmaine, I did edit out my discussion about afros and audios only because it was in the context of. This is how I was going to release the episode before, but I literally ran out of time and I was super oh. tired and I didn't put the episode out until after. And I'm like, okay. this is not going to make sense when y'all listen to this. <laughs> so it's like, the, I was like, but usually I'm like, yeah, I'm like, 
Now, I did this out only because it didn't. It doesn't make sense in the context of when you're hearing the episode. <laughs> right. No, and you know what? I think for yeah. a lot of people, is that's just that affects the quality of the content. You just you're mm-hmm. editing when you when you do a live show, you don't have or you do live to tape without any kind of like reconsideration of what the fuck you just put on wax, like. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't, you, the bad stuff stays in there. Right. And I think you have to, that there's a specific type of person and personality that can do that. I mean, there are, you know, uh, there are podcasts, I'm not going to shout out anybody's podcasts uh, for free, but there are podcasts (laughs) that do that, uh, that are just basically improv podcasts. uh, And that's, that's how they're built. I mean, there there are entire, um, like mics and and stand-up comedy where it's just improv and and there are people who are good at that. So Mm -hmm. like, if that's your thing, Dope, yeah. especially if it plays I, yeah. in the strength. But right. I, I, think I think that's the exception a, rather than the rule, though. Right. And that's that yeah. is when that is you just customizing your podcast to play to your strength, where yeah. you realize that this is what I'm good at. So let me just make this thing what I'm good at, as opposed to trying to like capture lightning in a bottle. But anyway, right. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm happy that Afros and audio went well for you. Uh, I actually uh, hope that you're on more podcasts, uh, panelists, because as <laughs> No, as a, a network owner, like you, you are, you are a network owner, and I need you to believe. <laughs> I need you to believe. We all believe, and we all know that you're a network owner. We need you to believe and know. And I feel like okay. you sort of believe and sort of know, but I need you to be like at that hundred. And that's where we're gonna go. <laughs> For people who are just tuning in, yeah. this is real weird. <laughs> she be trying. No, because she be trying <laughs> but, to play me. But so people would just what? tune into a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah. But let me explain to you the okay. conceit of what we're doing. Uh, we have crafted a story for you. Here's how we did it. I started with the story and I used uh, three words that were very specific uh, to Asa. Those words were, I'm going to try to do it from memory. This may not work. I'm stalling actually trying to remember them. Um, they are, uh, uh, mountain out of a molehill, succubus, and keep on trucking. Did yes. I get it? Perfect. Yes. So I started a story uh, and then I took the portion of the story that I started and then I sent it to Asa. Asa heard it. She recorded a portion of the story and then she sent hers to Ricky. Ricky didn't get to hear mine. Ricky then heard Asa's only, recorded a portion and sent it to Stephanie. And then Stephanie, only using Ricky's, finished the story. Come uh, on. We've done this Damn multiple problem. times in different orders before uh, and with different words. Uh, the only thing that each of these stories typically have in common is that they're pretty dope when we get done with them. <laughs> um, there was talk about trains going off the tracks. Um, Never happens, I promise. That having been said, <laughs> I have heard the first part, and I know what we're about to walk into. Oh. <laughs> and Asa knows what God we're about damn. to walk oh, into. Oh God, it's, it's so it's so much. <laughs> oh my God. And I, I think I think we should just rip that band aid. Okay. This is storytelling. June twenty third. 1917. My dearest Adelaide, I am writing to you from the Rustin Front. It is a grim, cold war, and I am I am sad to say that I have been stationed in a trench where death is just waiting for me around every corner. I have received your letter, and okay, uh, I am a little disturbed about how fixated you seem to be with Jasmine. Look, it was one kiss. And really, it was more that she kissed me than I kissed her. And listen, it's no big deal. 
I love you more than life itself. You are the light in my life. You're everything I ever wanted uh, and everything I'll ever, ever need. When I come home from this war, you and I are going to have a family. July 1st, 1917. My dearest Adelaide, I am, I am sad to tell you that I saw, I saw my first comrade in arms go down today. Tommy was a man from the Bronx that I had befriended over the short time that I have been in this trench. And during a poison gas attack, he wasn't able to get his mask on fast enough. We buried Tommy today. Also, I received a letter from my mom that told me, apparently, uh, you've been walking up and down the street yelling that Jasmine is, and I quote, a succubus? Um, look, all right, you know that I love you, right? And that I only want to be with you. Uh, you have no reason to be afraid of Jasmine or to think that Jasmine has any hold on me. She's... Look, can we talk about this when I get back from the war? August 1st, 1917. My dear, sweet, gentle, kind, beautiful, wonderful Adelaide. I am writing to you in happy spirits for a new French comrade who has joined us in our trench, brought cognac, and we have... Been trading shots of cognac and stories of family and friends back home. And it's given my, my spirit a warm glow in these trying times. I received a letter also from my cousin who told me that apparently you and Jasmine were involved in fisticuffs at the movie theater. Uh, is it perhaps possible that, uh, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but maybe you're making more of this Jasmine thing than there is. Listen, I, I think this is something that would be better said face to face than via letter. So I'll just, and I did also notice that you mentioned that uh, I don't sign my letters. Well, I'm not doing that because uh, we as a collective are afraid if we sign our letters, that will be us signing our last. So just bear with me. This war is very difficult for me. November 15th, 1917. I have never felt the tragedy of a war more than now, my dearest Adelaide. The pain that I have is one that I will never understand. I've seen death surround us every night we worry about tunnelers beneath us poison gas attacks shrapnel flying in from artillery there are planes that are beginning to drop bombs on us whirling flying dervishes i am most vexed my dearest adelaide also um Jasmine wrote me, which I know sounds a little out of place, but apparently uh, she wanted me to tell you to stop painting succubus on the side of her house. Uh, 
listen, Adelaide, we need to talk. This is storytelling. What the fuck? Oh my god, I'm mad right now. I'm so mad right now. What the hell? Nope. Okay, so I am confused by that reaction. Oh man. <laughs> Which makes me think that something happened next. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for you. Did you ever okay. name this fucking person? No. No. You it fucking happened. asshole. I am so glad. I was I like I was so <laughs> mad at I was so mad at Ace. I was like, why didn't she she couldn't have told me the nigga name? She couldn't have told me the nigga name. <laughs> I purposely did not oh, name God him. Damn I, I, sh- <laughs> I knew I should have named that nigga Martavianus. So, oh my God. Okay, no, I, I will say this. Here's why I did not name him. Uh, I was trying to force the letter concept in, and I was like, like give him a name. It's going to go to a third person. I've seen this happen before, but don't give him a name. You're going to have to keep using the I. I was hoping that was going to happen. That was a little bit of strategy. I don't think it happened. Not Harley. <laughs> glorious. Not oh Harley. my God. This is going to be a mess. I love oh it. God. <laughs> oh my God. This, uh, the brand I, is strong. I, I really like the concept of a guy being like, yo, war is so hard. Also, um, I'm sorry that I kissed another girl behind your back, but could you please stop calling her a sucky bitch in the streets? Like, it was just really funny to me. Uh, and then that drug out to about five minutes of me doing that. Yikes. Oh, this is going to be glorious. Oh, God. I'm excited. Oh, okay. God. Um, The next person who wrote was Asa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really <laughs> want to know where this goes. If you're like me, edge of the seat. Let's hear Asa's part. I just, who Chile. This I sit in the barren, dark room, reading the last letter from my beloved. My love has been away at war for what seems like an eternity. In every letter, he details the horrors he witnesses every day. He expresses his deep and undying love for me, but then reprimands me for my part in the war that I am facing at home. Just one kiss, he says. One kiss that he did not initiate, but a kiss nonetheless. I could have pushed this indiscretion to the side because we all make mistakes. I could let it go if I didn't know what I know now, what I wish others would open their eyes to see. But they believe I am making a big to-do about nothing. However, Jasmine is not of this world. She strolled into this town the summer of 1916, and nothing has been the same since. With her, she brought heat, a heat so powerful that corsets were unfurled from waists and sleeves were ripped from blouses as the oppressive rays of the sun made the simplest of clothing unbearable. Yet Jasmine, glided through the town square as if it was a mild spring day, unperturbed by the very heat that had the rest of us seemingly going mad. Then the able-bodied men went to war, my beloved amongst the ranks. 
I've tried to spare my love from the details of how the town has been ravaged by Jasmine's presence, for I know that what he sees at war is already too awful to bear. But now his mother, and even the demon herself, Jasmine, has taken to slandering my crusade to rid the town of her evil, and I cannot stand for it. December 1st, 1917 My dearest, I have long been trying to spare you the truth of what your home has become since your departure, but I can no longer sit by and have you believe that there is no cause for my actions. The woman whom you kissed, whose web of evil I forgive you for being entangled in, is not who you or your mother believe she is. Since you left, our small town has fallen victim to tragedy after tragedy. There are few men left as most of you have gone to war, and this has incensed Jasmine. The few old and feeble men that remain do not satisfy her, and one by one they have died from what the doctors say are natural causes. But always, after they were seen with Jasmine, the evening prior to their body's discovery. And the babies, the poor, helpless babies, have been going missing, but their mothers don't even recall that they existed. The empty strollers and bassinets left out on the porches have caused no one but myself and Father Felix to raise an eyebrow. We are surrounded by death and dismay, but the town seems to be cast under some sort of sorcery, that blinds everyone but myself and a few others from seeing the truth. I have tried my best to alert the townsfolk to what is surely our demise. I have paraded through the streets, bellowing my warning. I have vandalized the demon's home in hopes of shaming her into retreat, but to no avail. Martha, the widow of the cobbler John, Louise, the widow of your former comrade Eric and mother of the disappeared Eric Jr., Father Felix, and myself are the only townsfolk who have recognized Jasmine for what she is. My love, Jasmine is indeed a succubus, and we will be ridding this town of her evil come New Year's Eve. Pray for me, my beloved, because I do not know if I will make it out of this alive, but I cannot let anyone or any more of the people I love have their souls taken by this wretched demon. Yours in Christ, Adelaide. This is Storytellers. See, that was gold, right? Oh, as far as storytelling. Oh, I said, right? she said, I'm so mad she said yours in Christ. Almost sick. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I said she said yours in Christ. Right. Right. I'm glad that I wasn't was, drinking anything because I dope. spit it out. I'm like, oh, I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm so that mad was... I had to ruin this because it was so no, short. Th- oh my god, that's so dope. Oh. Mine was that, so that was like mine was so long. Good. No, yours was right. Like, oh, speak to me, Asa. What is going <laughs> on? <laughs> Sorry. That and it was it was uh, uh, that said I'm making fun. It was like just so beautifully subtle and like it like it it took what uh I I had just been joking around about and it turned it into a legitimate story, which is like amazing. Um I also like the perspective of Adelaide being like, no, 
not crazy. It is really a demon. I really <laughs> kind of like that. Thank you. Um, Thank super you. dope. Uh, run us through some of the thought process as you were creating it. So I tend to go dark with shit. So <laughs> actually having a demon be in the story. Hey, let's do this. And oh, you know, I'm so excited. I used to do this thing, back when MySpace was a thing in my early 20s. Um, <laughs> my ex-boyfriend and I used to do like this thing where we wrote stories and finished them for each other on MySpace. So it's kind of like I kind of threw in some of my old stuff from that. <laughs> so yeah. And then I was doing like re like period research on like what people wore and shit. And I was like, okay, um, corsets and sleeves. Couldn't I wasn't quite sure of the language, but then I was like, Jay's not taking this seriously. Why should I? <laughs> I, I truly was not at all. There were so, no movie yeah. theaters in, in 1917. <laughs> I just liked the concept. <laughs> I just liked the concept of fisticuffs at the movie theater. Fisticuffs. <laughs> Yo, that shit fucked me up too. Cause I was like, when she, when she had to explain it, I was like, um, wait, so so. So this is 1917, but this is also a movie theater. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, 19. Oh. It, it was a bit Man. of an anachronism, I realized, but I got to say fisticuffs at the movie theater. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I will say this. Um, I like this turn. Um, I like the, I really, really like this turn. Uh, I enjoyed the fuck out of that. That was great. Yes. So really well done. Um, so now uh, the next person up to bat is Ricky. Uh, Ricky, I, I do want to ask you this. Now, before you started creating, you heard this part of the story. Like, what did you take away from this? Like, what was your thing that you thought, like, okay, here's the thing that I need to hold to? Um, this is great, but I got 30 minutes. I can't follow this. <laughs> 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 I have 30 the minutes. The dopest of themes. Yeah, basically. I'm not even good at this. Life. I just I produce and then I happen to get brought on the show. That's how that's how I fell into this. This has nothing to do oh with talent. <laughs> Let's be real. I tell other I tell oh great kinds God. of other stories, guys. I not these. <laughs> All I did was try to put myself in the perspective of one of the characters and go from there. I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> now that you have thoroughly apologized in advance, like, first of all, don't apologize in advance. This is going to be amazing. I'm excited for it. Don't, it's, it's good. It's great. I can it see how green good. your eyes are. It is good. All right. I Seriously, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. All right. All right. Well, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> shit. This. Is storytelling. Oh, hell no. Bobby. Bobby, you woke? Bobby. I am Bobby motherfucking Mapes, boy. Don't you yell at me. Don't you wake me up. I'm sleeping. Frank then began to tell Bobby, his rackmate, about the story his fiance Adelaide had laid out for him the woman he had kissed about her being a succubus the symptoms that had spread throughout his town well hi damn some wild shit boy 
Bet you glad you you in this war now. But he wasn't. In reality, he wished he could be back fighting alongside Adelaide. Wanting to prove himself as a man he had left to war. And and now to see that there was a fight in his own town in which he could have done the same thing. He became incredibly remorseful. What the fuck am I doing here? I got to get home. I got to get home. Boy, you ain't going nowhere. You better might as well sit your ass down now. Bobby, also known affectionately to the troop as Bobby motherfucking Mapes, was his rackmate. And if not for their bond, it would be hard. Pre- Frank would be hard pressed to be alive, much less in, in a situation where he'd be able to read. So what you gonna do about all this, boy? I don't know, Bobby. Man, I I want to be home. But what you gonna write her? She's she's gonna do this with, with or without you. New Year's Eve. Frank pulled out his pen. My dearest Adelaide. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. I'm sorry that my mother put these thoughts in my mind that you weren't to be believed, no matter how unlikely the circumstance. Stay strong, my love. I'll do my best to get back to you. This is Storytellers. Fucking terrible. Oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Not terrible. So uh, I think this is this is interesting uh, because now uh, he has a name. It's Frank. Uh, he has friends uh, whose whose nicknames are just motherfucking Bobby. great. Bobby motherfucking Maples. You should put some respect on that name. <laughs> he is super black. <laughs> Can I just say he is super black for 1917? It's like what the hell is going I mean, on here? Hey, there were niggas black in doesn't crack. So. He, he, <laughs> right. He's like I'm Bobby motherfucking. It's like whoa, okay. Bobby super motherfucking black. Niggas. Yeah, I feel like we jumped to World War II. I'm not mad at it. I just feel like we may have, we may have jumped to World War II. I feel War like II. we jumped to 1972 when Bobby motherfucking <laughs> made. <laughs> <laughs> so Ricky. uh as you were crafting this part of the story, what were you thinking about? Like, walk us through the thought process. Um, nigga, you got 30 minutes. Okay, um, okay. How can you get the... Well, like, because what I hate seeing all the time is, like, in TV shows and in other shit, is people doing the dumbest of shit for no goddamn right. reason. I don't believe you. Why would my mother lie? What the fuck? I, like you know, like I just, I was like, you know what? Let me just make this nigga do the right thing. Like, get your ass home from war somehow and and fight back. Like, that's it. And then, how do I infuse any mild amount of comedy in this? Because this is awkward as fuck for me. Fair, fair. That's it. Yeah. Congratulations. Here we are. No, I, again, I don't dislike it. Um, I actually think it's, it's, it's a solid piece. I will say this, uh, about Bobby motherfucking Maples. Um, <laughs> I wanted to hear more from Bobby. Like Bobby was just kind of there for like, well, he was comic relief, but like, I want to, I want to know a little bit more about Bobby. Like, where's Bobby from? Why does Bobby care? Why is he motherfucking only like, could he not be Bobby the motherfucking Maples? 
I, I, I want to get a little bit more with Bobby. But, I mean, that's fair. But and again, again, I had like 30 minutes. But yeah, again, yeah, yeah, 30 <laughs> minutes. Okay. I mean, Bobby wasn't fully <laughs> fleshed out in 30 minutes. It was just a, a random ass name that I had floating in my head for a character. <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, flesh this out. Nigga, do it. Do it. I think, like, I will say this, uh, if you did this in only 30 minutes, this is actually pretty amazing. It would be, like, it would be pretty good if you only did it, like, if you took time and did it. But doing this in only 30 minutes, this is actually pretty amazing. So, you did great. Had groceries. (laughs) Shout out to Instacart. Shout out to Instacart. Wow. (laughs) So, the person who brought us home, who has been saying this entire time, uh, (gasps) via GIF and text, that she was going to derail everything. It's Stephanie. (laughs) Last time Stephanie was this excited about derailing things. Uh, (laughs) um, Blow up like balloon animal dildos got involved. Am I? I Yeah. So last time Stephanie was this excited about like destroying a story, uh, it did end with, and and I am saying this correctly, Mm. balloon animal dildos. Yeah, that did happen, huh? Shit. I feel like I yeah. teed that up yeah, properly. It's about to go down. <laughs> I think you so did. The it's the about story. to go yeah. down. <laughs> this is storytelling. He closed the book and looked at Bobby and said, come on, man, let's get some sleep. Even though He didn't think, how could I sleep? He closed his eyes. He opened his eyes to sunlight in his old bedroom, his childhood bedroom. How did I get here? He sat up and looked over in the corner and saw the succubus. What are you doing here? Hello, Frank. I always loved this bedroom. How do you know about my childhood bedroom? (sighs) I just didn't want to give you a boy color, you know? Blue and army man and jungles, and I didn't want any of that. (sighs) I was like, I'm going to give him a yellow bedroom. Ducks, make it a farm theme. It seemed a little different. Why are you talking about my childhood bedroom? I loved this wallpaper. I still remember buying it. Succubus ran her fingers over the wallpaper. Her back was towards Frank. Why are we in my childhood bedroom and why do you know about it? You just got here. How can you know? The succubus turned around and Frank's blood ran cold because he was looking at the face of his mother. What do you mean, Frank? Why do you look like my mother? Because I am your mother. That's not possible. There's no way. I didn't think it was possible either. I'm a succubus. I've never had kids before. Your daddy's stuff is potent. 
but I would never harm you, Frank, no matter how hungry I am. I tried. I really tried for a long time. But you don't get what the hunger really does to you. I'm sorry, Frank. I know there's so many people in this town that you care about. But the hunger took over. And I had to obey. How could you do this to me? I'm glad the hunger was not passed on to you. Why do you think you're so good at fighting? Why do you think you're so perfect for war? That's coming from me, not your daddy. I don't, I don't want to hear any of this. It's okay, Frank. She put her hands on his shoulders. It's okay. I don't, what? You're not really here, Frank. But the town that you love won't be here when you get out of this war. So I wanted you to have a good memory. She kissed his forehead. Goodbye, Frank. She snapped her fingers and his eyes bolted open. What? And he started screaming. Bobby ran over. What the hell? What What are you doing? Why are you screaming? I got to get home. I, I got to get home. What? We're in the middle of a war. You can't just go home. You don't get it. Bobby, I got to go home. He started grabbing his bag to pack. Didn't you hear what she said? There will be no town when you get back. What? What do you? I didn't tell you about my dream. You didn't have to. Bobby pulled down one side of his shirt. And Frank saw two all familiar puncture holes near his shoulder blade. Yeah, she put it on my back, see, so that you wouldn't notice. She had put it on the front. You probably would have downed me out as soon as you saw me. What? How can you? She wanted somebody to protect you. kept you safe. I'm going to continue to keep you safe. That is my job. Rackmates forever. You, it's okay, Frank. She forgot to tell you. How could you? It's okay, Frank. Bobby hugged him. He pulled him close. And he whispered in his ear, she's going to save Adelaide for last. This is Storytellers. Nigga.
wait. You wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You are the Homer of storytellers. There was succubus incest. He kissed his mama. And, it, and I think I figured it out way before anybody else did. So like I was looking at the screen, like everybody's like, yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. I see where this is going. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, I was like, but wouldn't that make him technically an incubus? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But all right, so that was the last part. Uh what y'all couldn't see was Stephanie wildly gesticulating <laughs> like a mad woman <laughs> as that play. She's waving her arms in the air. She's having the time of her life. <laughs> Stephanie, you want to walk us through your thought process? So, however evil it may have been. <laughs> it is super evil. So here's the thing. I did not have the benefit of knowing that Frank kissed Correct. the succubus. Yeah. So I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah. You did well with what you had to work with. I was just like, God, I was like, I want a horror story. We got a succubus. Oh no, this is a horror story. Fuck this. We are. This is going to be bad. Mm-mm-mm. And I feel like Jordan Peele should call me. <laughs> I'm all about writing horror stories that are horror stories. No happy endings in this bitch. And also didn't know it was 1917. So there's that. What year did you think it was? Uh, by the way, Ricky was showing. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually just, I really want I feel like maybe the Civil War. What? Maybe Vietnam <laughs> War. Because it was like it was Bobby motherfucking Maple. I don't know what the well, hell. I'm like, look, he sounds mighty black. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, you meant like the, the Avengers Civil War? Yeah, probably. So, oh, okay, so 2014. Okay. Cool. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Honestly, that was kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, no, so, it came out uh, dope. It was just like, yeah. I, the the more I kept listening to her, I'm like, oh shit, is she going? No, no, it's not going there. <laughs> yes, this nigga here. Yes! The whole time, yeah! the whole time, I'm thinking like, yo, Homer, Homer. Mm-mm. Like, tell me this isn't some Homer type shit. Not Homer Simpson, like Greek Homer. No, I like Homer yeah. Iliad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, is, it is very Definitely, much like a Greek tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. Greek. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry. She wanted me to look out for you. I got you. Like, what? Who are you? <laughs> you already know I'm Bobby motherfucking Maples. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, yeah, I don't feel like that was derailed. Every time you say you're going to derail, it doesn't feel derailed. That felt like a great ending, um, Stephanie. I'm actually really happy with that. Yeah. 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 Who I hate y'all. Especially considering what we started with, which was just me thinking it's really funny to be at war, but also have to write home about problems at home. It turned into like, <laughs> <laughs> There are story. problems at home. <laughs> yeah, it just turned to me being like, this is a funny concept. And then it Lord. turned into a great story. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> actually, not hopefully. I know everyone at home thinks so as well. That's the confidence I have in this story. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we close out the show, um, let's run down those plugs one more time so people can know where to find you. Uh, Asa, because you are the guest, if you would let people know where to find you first. You can find me at my blog at www.lithium2lashes. That's two with a T-O. And you can find me all throughout social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at lithium2lashes. And you can also 
find me on my Patreon. Be lovely if you would subscribe at patreon.com slash lithium flashes. Dope. Um, Stephanie, would you like to let people know where they can find you? Oh, if you want more horror like that, you can follow <laughs> me. <laughs> of course we do. Oh my gosh. So uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> at Mocha Minutes. Also, you can follow my personal um, Twitter. Don't find me on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sunny Twote That, that is S-U-N-N-Y-T-W-O-T-E-T-H-A-T. LSPN, you want to let people know how they can find you? Yeah, let me finish this smoothie first, nigga. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> let me finish my smoothie. Well, then, don't. Let me run down how to find me, then. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at adjective underscore J. Um, I have shows coming up. Uh, the next major show I have coming up is August 10th. Or August 12th. God, I don't know my own dates. I have a show coming up in August. It's in, I don't know. It's in in Spokane. Uh, It's the Spokane Valley Comedy Competition. Um, I came in second at the Imbibe. Yeah, I I came in second because I had to go first and it was a bunch of old people, but I still came in second. Yeah, it it was, yeah. Yeah, I have gripes, but still came in (laughs) second. Still came in second. Still was a good time. So come out to see me at the Spokane Valley uh, Comedy Competition. I'm also going to be in the Comedy Clash Competition Mm -hmm. in Seattle. I am waiting to hear back on my dates in Houston and Atlanta. And I am also waiting to hear back on a date in Portland. Uh, So those are all the dates. If you go to my Twitter or my Instagram, the website that I have listed is my Google Sites, where I keep all of my dates with uh, map events, as well as just um, like stops and tours I'm going to be at. There's also a video, one of which uh, was edited by LSPN, who, by the way, if I wanted to catch you for editing services... How would I do that? Uh, on, I, on IG at I underscore love underscore two underscore edit underscore bruh. Um, I guess you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, CPT Petty Rexman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nigga, that's it. Ratchet on and Uncle, shout out. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that is I also should be noted. Uh, we do this on a regular just without the stories, but actually, no, with <laughs> the stories, without the pre recorded stories. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we have stories yeah. aplenty. Got some yeah, stories. Still stories. <laughs> I kind of want that as a drop now. We got some stories for that ass. <laughs> can, oh! I have, can I have that as a drop, please? Pretty please? Who, yeah. oh, for me? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I want that as a drop. We got some stories for that ass. Can we get that as a drop? Like, yes. you saying that? Yeah. Love it. That's a dope-ass drop. All right. Um, that was that. Now that yeah. I've conducted a little bit of business on this podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, you can, of course, find us on Spotify, iTunes. Um, and I want to say, um, are we on Podbean for this one? I'm honestly not sure on that one. But if you're listening to us right now, keep listening to us on the same way you found us. Uh, if this is like, for instance, a clip on Facebook, you should just click through that clip and I'm pretty sure you can figure out uh, what you're listening to. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to contact us. We have a uh, show email. I just don't know what it is. It is posted, however, in the show notes, or at least it will be. Thanks. Have a great night. And we'll see you guys in two weeks where actually uh, we can tease who's coming next week, right? Yes, we can. I can announce. 
please. So our next guest is going to be Cole from Cole Sports. Very, very excited. Very, very excited. So it probably will not be no, uh, it won't, probably won't be a horror story. No succubus, apparently. But, uh, well, no, he gave us his time. words already, right? Yep. You know, if I were, I, I could have easily looked these up before. You could have. You really could have, buddy. I did not. Um, yeah, so I didn't look up his words at all, and I don't even know where to find them. Oh, yes, I do. I One sec. I have an entire uh, spreadsheet with all this stuff on it. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I, I really did lean heavily. Yeah, I leaned heavily into like, <laughs> this, this it together. Um, here it is. I, it's actually called schedule. Look at me being all. Ew. Actually, I mispronounced that. It's called schedule because that's the level schedule. organiz. That's the level on. organization Come I on, have. Come on, bougie black. Come on, bougie black. Okay, but I also have to sadly say I don't have words for him. So I didn't put any words in for him. Uh, um, uh, I'll tell you what the words are. Thank you. Love is the answer. Rebel Ooh. without a pause. Too black, too strong. Oh, nice. Uh, and you know what? Let's hit that randomization now, because I can do that right now. Yes! And let's all pray that I don't have to go first. Yeah. Ooh, let's all hope Ricky goes first. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, I kind of want you to go first, Ricky. I kind of hope you do. Fuck you, nigga. That's how it's going to go now. That's how it is, though. That's right. That's going to be my new tagline now, though. Fuck you, nigga. One sec. I need to screenshot this. I need to screenshot this so that we can all know Jay did not do anything uh obtuse oh lord have mercy uh-oh that's the wrong word but uh what i can tell you is the order after i put it into random.org and i will see the screenshot of how this was randomized with timestamps and everything oh god ricky you are first <laughs> but followed of course. by me but of course followed by followed that's by my stephanie luck this, it's my luck this week followed by cole so interestingly enough the guest is going to have quite possibly the best viewpoint of what's happening as the show happens. Oh, that's great. That's going to be pretty crazy for him. The rest of us are going to be lost. It will be fun. It will be exciting. You should check it out next week, or actually in two weeks. Anyway, thank you for listening to Storytellers. We're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye! Four Minds. Four Minds. Four Minds. Four Minds. One Story. One Story. One Story. One Story. This is Storytellers. Before we start, this episode is not safe for work. It contains explicit language, adult themes, and situations that others may find offensive. So, please put your headphones in and enjoy. Enjoy.